It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. All right, everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McElwain here with Ryan Cole. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, week four was done and dusted this week. We're on to week five. COVID is the starring star of everything going on with the NFL. Uh, and we're always wondering what games are going to be rescheduled, who's going to happen where, what's going to happen what. But most importantly, the Chicago Bears won on Thursday night, beating Tom Brady. Nick Foles is the daddy of Tom Brady. Uh, and that was very exciting. Can we just say one thing, guys? Shame on Tom Brady. Again, not shaking his hand. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, what? Like, I'm sorry. If you're going to be the greatest of all time, have some dignity. There's got to be something, yeah. Because, it, it, and then you'll see next week. I forgot. I don't know who was talking about this. It was on Good Morning Football or something. But saying, like, yeah, okay, if it's a COVID thing. But if next week you're hugging Aaron Rodgers after the game, yeah. then you're just a baby. No, like, it is. And it's just, it's embarrassing for a guy who's so... Uh, has so many victories and so seen as the greatest to even when he loses something just walk off the field like, 43 years old yeah you got on, you got to have some sort of dignity and you're right with covid i mean you've got stefan gilmore coughing in uh, patrick mahone's face bill told me to do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said it would be better for us um but yeah you know obviously tom brady though the, everyone is saying or he's saying that the team is saying he knew it was fourth down you know, it was just he the bad. He did not. Shit. He's holding up the four fingers. Early signs of dementia yeah. are kicking in with Tom Brady right now. I think he was just running down. But, I mean, good on the Bears. Uh, they did come out strong. There was a lot of penalties in that game. You yeah. know, and, and Chicago the week before, we had a lot of penalties against Indianapolis. Nagy's got to be on these guys for this because that was that was just so many penalties. That first game, the game last week against Indianapolis, penalty, 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 yeah, penalty, penalty. Was... And it stopped the motivation. You know, we did lose to the Colts. They did have great defense. Great, uh, but Foles looked absolutely garbage last week against him. No, against him, Dinafis, he was horrific. He could not get any passes off, and, you know, it just sends that sort of emotion that everyone's going, well, you know. That's what I said, take him, start, start somebody for four, one play, and then that's he it. comes off the bench. Because that's what he is, he's better it. second half, you bring Trubisky in, you know, keep stuff going, and then you bring him yeah, in afterwards. you know what, he, he played, he, he didn't play, like, incredible. Nick Foles still missed a lot of big passes, he had a yeah. bunch of open balls that was just sailing him like five yards away um but Brady again just he, he didn't have the weapons but you know Gronk just looks slow yeah it's one thing I noticed like when he was just rumbling it was literally he's lost that speed yeah he's lo- lost so much speed I don't know what it is could be the steroids are not kicking in <laughs> yeah. uh we'll go over some of the scores that happened last week uh and then sort of but re- overall the Bears did what you need to do to beat Tom Brady, yeah. the blueprint, is they hit him. Because yeah. you saw Tom Brady gets, gets a little, his feet get a little antsy when the yeah. pocket collapses, and he throws it into the ground. He does it all the time. So Khalil Mack was Khalil all Mack was over him. And, and then he got that stupid penalty for slamming him after, which is yeah. stupid. Yeah. But he would have had three sacks, to be honest. Well, that, he, there was that he, guy, Worfs, the offensive lineman. He just tossed that 300-pounder like it was nothing. Well, he's just, that's the thing, because I think the last couple of years, we've been wondering, where did that Khalil Mack go from yeah. a couple of years ago? And that was an example of, yeah, he's back. Because that's what the Bears need to do to win. They need to get that identity back on defense. And just being able to hold Tom Brady to one touchdown, it's good. It was good. I mean, the the Buccaneers came out tough at the start. We were able to come back, hold it. It was a good victory, one-point victory. Uh, The Buccaneers were three points favorites in this one, but that's all done. Going on to some of the other games, uh, New Orleans-Detroit last week. Detroit looking very good. Uh, You know, it was this one was a close game. We were watching this right near to the end. New Orleans... You know, their defense is still having problems. I mean... It's everyone's defenses. And I think a lot... Of, like, I think we talked about it before, but it's got to be the lack of fans. Because I think 
that that crowd noise and just the quarterbacks just have no noise to they can don't have to do they can do anything they don't have to go to silent count they can pretty much change the plays anything they want everyone can hear yeah. so it, I think I think when you see if you see fans come back you'll see defenses start to get better uh, but until now I'm kind of loving this shootout it's like watching playing Madden I think the big thing is missing is a fan holding a, a, a D letter and then a picture yeah. of a fence because that is what really that inspires is, exactly. people they forget they're like what are we yeah. supposed to be doing that here? Oh, that's right. The guy holding the picture oh, of the fence. Right. It's a defense. That's right. Uh, but New Orleans, you know, looking at they, they still can score, but there's a lot of problems that they have in this, you know. And Detroit was looking quite good. They started and, out, came out strong, 14 nothing yeah, up. And, it's and, just, and that's, they get the plan, they get it going, but then their defense is also having problems. They, they've got so many injuries in their secondary yeah, as well. And yeah, it's just, we're just seeing again, one of the, the end of the Matt Patricia era. So if you're a Detroit fan, it's like starting over again, but... They ne- he shouldn't have never got hired in the first place. I don't know why people have to stop going for the Bill Belichick coaching tree because yeah. he clearly doesn't tell them anything. Yeah. Right? He keeps them in the complete dark. Yeah. The only one who's going to getting any of the information is his son. Yeah, exactly. Steve Belichick, who's going to totally jump over Josh McDaniels and take the job. Oh, I'm sure he will. Josh yeah, McDaniels exactly. over 100%. I like his mullet, too. But yeah, so I think you're seeing the end. We saw Bill O'Brien and you're seeing Matt Patricia will be next. Just stop hiring... People from Bill O'Brien or Bill Belichick's staff. Uh, Bill O'Brien did. Uh, he has rebounded. Everyone knows he's now a greeter at Walmart. That's it. Um, screw you, don't. man. Yeah, he's he's traded some of the best employees away already. Yeah. Um, Arizona Cardinals uh, looking, you know, chumpy. Ugh. I would say in that one. Carolina right? Panthers, despite not having Christian McCaffrey, getting the running game going. Teddy Bridgewater is starting to gel. He's starting to work this, and their defense played very well. That's what surprised me is, is how well Carolina's defense yeah, played. Yeah, which is surprising because they're not a good defense. In Arizona, you think, you know, being able to, without Christian McCaffrey, did nothing. They got, what, I had him in fantasy, minus two. Yeah. You know, giving up 31. And then Kyler Murray, who got all this talk, like, at the beginning, is he the next Lamar? He's really come down to life. He got three picks the last game. He got a bunch of points here, but a lot of it was garbage. This yeah. game was over soon. And, like... Uh, it's just now worrisome if you're Arizona who thought, oh, maybe we can compete in that NFC West. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's the that's the division that, that no. they're going to be able to stay with. It doesn't, and Carolina will be interesting how many more weeks before McCaffrey comes back. Uh, this is a high-scoring game. No one thought it would be this big, but Joe Burrow gets his win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gardner Mishu was having problems, and you know Cincinnati put up a lot of points. It was close at one point. But in the end, the Bengals come around. Again, another 58 points in the over-under. I know, right? I'm doing a thing this week where I said I'm picking three overs. Yeah. Because it just feels like it's all overs this year. So I'm going to look at the three biggest offenses. I'm just going over. Well, it, the next well, team will be the one. Anyone playing Dallas or anyone playing yeah, Cleveland? Right? Exactly. Uh, Cleveland's defense is coming around as one of the best defenses. They are really showing themselves. However, when you let 38 points get scored on you, Dak Prescott still continues. He's yeah. on record pace this season. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott has not been looking good, but of course the shutdown defense of Cleveland is quite contained in this one. Uh, a total of 87 points Ugh. in this game. There was already 55 points at the half. Just uh, Dallas, it just feels like they've gotten way worse this, they, under Mike McCarthy. Like I just, I don't, I go get the offense is humming, but the offense was good last year. Yeah. The, the defense is just, I don't, it just they can't stop anybody. If you're gonna need Doc Prescott's gonna throw, he's on pace for like almost seven thousand yards yeah. this year, which is just insane. Sixteen hundred right? yards already. Yeah, so it, it's just crazy to think that you're you're putting this many points. Like C.D. Lamb looks great. Like the offense is humming. 
They did, unfortunately, lose their left tackle yes. uh, for the season. Uh, this year was a big loss because they also lost uh, Collins as well. Yeah. They just... It's over. Like, it, what did we, you... You were saying like, you got to score 40. Now they have to score 50 yeah. every game. Because you got Cleveland who put 300 yards rushing on you. And even when Chubb was gone yeah. for most of it. So they it was nice to see Odell play well. Yeah. Uh, he got Landry's hit. the best quarterback on the team. Yeah, he could throw a better deep ball. Um, yeah, it was a nice pass. Cleveland, that was a big win, I think. I think to be able to go in and put up that that amount of points is insane. Three and one now for Cleveland, which is good. It bodes well to them. When you go into week five, if you can go four and one, that is yeah, a really good start, start for them. The first quarter of the season always three and one. At, like, two and two is fine, but three and one is what you shoot for. Reason Bill O'Brien gets fired. Minnesota Vikings, who uh, Justin Jefferson has been playing absolutely great football. Dalvin Cook has been running for 100 yards every game. He's really good to put into fantasy. 31-23 in this one. Uh the Texans now, you have to wonder what, what the changes they're going to have to make because O'Brien's gone. Yeah, I think I've Romeo Cornell, who's like only in the NFL, I think, to be an interim coach. Yeah, it seems like Romeo Cornell's been an interim ter- coach in like three or four teams. Yeah. yeah, he's just old school footballer. I don't expect anything from Houston. Like, Houston's one of those, like, I kind of don't think Deshaun Watson's going to now start turning it up. I don't think. Bill O'Brien was holding them back offensively. As a GM, he held them back, but giving away all their assets. So now they're going to have a top 10 pick, probably, going to Miami. Mm -hmm. Sons of bitches giving Miami another great pick. So i got to cheer for Houston the rest of the way to get that pick higher. But I just don't see it. Like, you know, Will Fuller had a bit better of a game, but where's Brandon Cooks? You know, David Johnson's all right. They just feel identity. They have no defense. They just have J.J. Watt. It's just uh, it's just not a good team. It's they're not even a fun team to watch. Last year at least they were fun to watch. Be interesting to see this week if they're a bit more unleashed if if they just basically say Deshaun Watson go do your thing. That's what they should cook. Cook. <laughs> Bake. To start cooking. Go start baking. Uh, Seattle Seahawks defeat Miami Dolphins 31 to 23. This was close against the spread, but Miami has been keeping games close. They've been playing some of the top de- uh, teams in the league so far and have kept it close in yeah, every game. Yeah, you know what? They have been. They're, they're not this terrible team. I think Brian Flores, out of anyone out of the Bill Belichick, he's the one that's looked the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but the thing is, Fitzpatrick does enough to keep his job. I think they're just worried about bringing in to a in a season like this. I don't think we're going to see him. No. I think he knows that they don't want to break him. Like yeah. we don't know if he's ready. We don't know what he looks like in practice because no one really knows. I think Fitzpatrick, because you know, again, he's not winning games or anything, but. I think right now they're just like, we're not winning this year. Yeah. Let's go for next year. Let Tua get, learn from the old KG vets. But they might give them strength. You know, they're, they're keeping it close, and that's what you need to do. The one thing I will say that they do, they look like they're having fun. And that's one of the things you don't see. They're one of the teams that actually looks like they're having fun. Seattle, though, this was close for Seattle. In the end, he was able to put together Russell Wilson, put some drives. But they were struggling to begin to get this going, and, and Miami showed themselves. Uh, Chargers, Buccaneers, uh, this one looked like it was going to be all Justin Herbert to start. Uh, and then t- Tom Brady and the team comes back. Tom Brady throws five different touchdowns, five different receivers, pulls this back. The Chargers defense looked good. Uh, I wonder if he points. shook Herbert's hand after the game. I think he did. I guarantee you he did. All right, then we also got uh, the Baltimore Ravens, Washington football team. Baltimore wins 31-17 to in this one. Uh, Baltimore looking really good in this one. Uh, nah, they didn't beat the spread by, by They a, didn't beat by the spread point. by points. I had it at 13. Uh, I had it at 14 and a half. So, so I had it at 13 and a half. Seven. It was fine. Uh, but Washington, McLaurin still playing good football. 
Uh, Ray but Bruce. it's the end of Dwayne Haskins now. Uh, it they, is. They benched him. Not even benched him. They put him to third string. To the out to pasture, basically. Yeah. Um, Behind the broken leg, the, the yeah. gruesome leg of Alex Smith. But uh, so we're gonna see Kyle Allen. I guess Kyle Allen's been with Ron Rivera for a couple years, so. It doesn't feel inspiring if you're Washington. At least Haskins, you're like, all right, he was a first-round pick. Yeah. I think you know who Kyle Allen's going to be. Um, so this is just very boring. For If you're a Washington fan, there's nothing in Washington no. worth watching. Well, we'll see what Kyle Fuller is able to do this week. Uh, Giants and Rams, a low-scoring affair. And this one, Giants always seem to keep these games close. Rams uh, really struggled to get themselves going. You thought that there would be a bit more... Uh, I was really surprised on. by that. I definitely thought... After that defeat to Buffalo, they would have come out just swinging. And then yeah. the Giants were in it to the end. They had a chance to tie it up. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just the lack of weapons. It's the lack of everything on the Giants, it feels like. No defense, terrible offensive, offensive line. line. Yeah. You know, uh, Freeman looked, looked all right. He had a good couple of runs, so yeah. he could turn out to be something. But I just need to see more from Daniel Jones. Like These are the games that when you create the legend of Daniel Jones, you, yeah. you tie that game up and you send it to overtime. But it just feels like he had that. He's like the guy. He had that amazing preseason and yeah. that first start where he won the game. And if since then, it's just been a gradual decline. It and has been. And his confidence. So now well. you can see in, in both New York places that if they're the one and two picks in the draft, that do they both get rid of Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold? They become now. Expendable. Well, it's hard. I mean, a lot of these guys, it's 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 like they're given a chance, but they're not really given a chance. So it's hard to sort of see with a lot of these guys and the motivation they're able to put together. Um, Buffalo Bills, the Raiders. Uh, Bills win this one by seven. Raiders definitely did, uh, you know, keep themselves in this one for a while. They did. They did that thing that a lot of games have done, where it looks like it's over, but then they get a late touchdown, onside kick attempt. So I think it was um, it was over before. It, it was bigger defeat than it than it looked but yeah. a few things josh allen looks great again um stefan diggs is yeah. as advertised looking absolutely fantastic defense played a lot better forcing turnovers the raiders they couldn't get josh jacobs going and again with no outside weapons and only waller it's, yeah. just, it's just not enough they just don't have the weapons right now they need rugs back they need that guy who can stretch the field so it's, vegas is going to need something to get some together because they really seem to be falling all over themselves uh, Steelers and Titans postpone the Dirty Those Titans. Dirty, filthy Titans. Yeah, going to practice uh, not safely. Just and group orgies. Group orgies. Just all over the place. That's why they won't sign um, Earl Thomas. They're like, no. No. Too dirty. We <laughs> That's why no one wants to you're sign just bring your like, brother. We don't know you. Yeah, you're going to bring your brother into this yeah. one. Uh, Tennessee, you know, th- this game is going on. But, of course, if it does get called off, uh, they've already used up all their bye weeks. It would be technically a forfeit. And interesting enough, if it was a forfeit for this game, Buffalo players do not get paid for forfeits. That's bullshit. I'm sure if I was the owner, I'd just be like, I'm just going to pay them. Yeah, well, in COVID. Bonuses. Yeah, we all know how generous billionaires are. (laughs) Uh, The Monday night game, the Eagles come uh, come on top, and they beat the 49ers. Uh, Nick Mullins not looking good in this game, missing a bunch of guys. Jimmy Garoppolo's back this week, but the Eagles finally get their first win. Their defense is actually playing quite well. The, The front rush defense is playing well. Uh, and they were able to get the running game going, but still, Eagles... Yeah, you know, big way, and not even the Eagles, the first-place Eagles. First-place Eagles, 1-2-1. With a 1-2-1 one, one, one. One record. This is going to be an embarrassment yeah. for the division. Um, good for Carson. Carson Wentz really needed that. He needed to get the monkey off his back. Everyone, He's been the worst quarterback in the NFL, statistically, so to him have a little bit better game. Again, still doesn't have any weapons. Uh, this is a guy who you're failing as a GM. Like, yeah. You know, at least a couple of years ago when, when Alshon Jeff was at his best. He and when he was playing at an MVP level, yeah. they had weapons. Like even right now, they're not even using Ertz. It just yeah. feels like 
they, they've completely lost their identity on offense, and, and at least they finally took advantage of a team that has decimated by injuries, unlike uh, the, the, the Giants. The Giants, yeah, that exactly. Right? Uh, Patriots and the Chiefs, uh, Brian Hoyer. Uh, you, know, you know what? This, this game was quite close. You know, yeah. when you reach it, at the, halfway, at the halfway point, this game was a closer game than actually a lot of people it like imagined. It was 6-3. Yeah. It could have been 6-6. The Patriots defense was shutting them down. They were able to keep the ball moving. The Chiefs were not finding anything. And, he was Br- not- and Brian Hoyer is horrific. He is. He is just... Like, but the thing is, I, what did you expect from Brian Hoyer? Like, yeah. We've seen Brian Hoyer for years. It's yeah. like... He is not the guy you want to bring out on prime time. At least Stidham came in. Yeah, he still turned it over. You know, one of the pick sixes was through Edelman's hands. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't really... Yeah, but you got to give Bill Dwellcheck all the credit in the world. He did what no team's been able to do. And he, he's the only guy who's held Mahomes to a scoreless first... Or known touchdowns yeah. in every game he's played him. Yeah, in no. the first half. That's he knows incredible. how to shut it down. He knows what to do with the defense. And he can play so that well. if Brian Hoyer didn't fail the Patriots miserably, if Cam yeah. Newton played that game, I think the Patriots won. Yeah, no, I think they. I think it would have been a very tight game, and the Patriots are, you know, really position themselves as a really top team in the AFC if they can get it going. The last game we had was the NFC: Atlanta Falcons and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers win by fourteen. The Falcons, you know, were trying to keep themselves in this game, but again, Aaron Rodgers is just too much for people these days. You know, even yeah. even without um, you know some the of, anger Thanos yeah. tour, he's just going around making people invisible. So your game, he you know obviously uh, they've got a bye week now, which you know one of the first one bye weeks. They're gonna have to see what they can do if they can keep going. You know, if they can go an undefeated run, it could, it, it's technically well, possible. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think anyone's. I don't even think the Chiefs are gonna go undefeated. Um, but the Falcons are just and Calvin really got held to nothing. Yeah. Even with Julio out, like, no wonder they put up 16 points. He was the one consistency. When I looked at fantasy, my brother had him, and I was like, zero. I'm like, yeah. what, did he get injured? I just thought yeah. something terrible happened. But give give the Packers credit. Packers defense has been a real story this year. I'm not getting enough credit. Uh, they've been stopping everyone. Again, like you said, Rogers just looks yeah. unstoppable. Uh, but we got to stop all this, like... MVP talk at four games. Oh no, in. no, of course it's I would, so infuriating. I would never say MVP, but I'm no, saying no, but I mean like yeah. everyone. That's all you hear is just like the MV, front runner for MVP. It's like four yeah. games. Yeah, like even the Josh Allen hype. It's like calm no, exactly. down. Someone like, has to die let's of COVID talk, like, first. Eight so. games, you can yeah. talk about the MVP, but like literally, that's like saying you're the MVP of baseball in May. No, right? it, it's a, a lot of premature. I think people are just looking for things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, just hot takes. Just hot takes. We'll move on to week five. By the way, uh, we do have an NFL in London DraftKings League if you want to play. Uh, we have free contest and paid contest. Make sure you join it. Go into DraftKings NFL in London. You can play along with us. We've got a bucket chuck, which is a dollar to play. Two dollar contest and lots of free ones. Sunday fun days that we do. Those are free as well. Moving on to the games. We've already talked about the Bears. Let's move on. Uh, the first game we'll talk about Carolina, Atlanta. Uh, Carolina in Atlanta's an zero and four team who's favored by three in this one. Uh, <laughs> Carolina's two and two. You know, you sort of wonder how does this team favor? Is Obviously, it three? Think, it says one and a half here. Is it one and a half here? Okay, it started be, out at three. I, three. I'm going by the lines that I have. Okay, it's now enough. one and a half, so it is one and a half. Um, they were probably like, wait a minute, that, that seems wrong. But yeah. again, to me, this seems like a really good one and a half. Uh, Atlanta at home against. Like, I think if you're gonna go with Atlanta to ever cover. Yeah, this is the week. One and a half against Carolina, and Matt Ryan has played well against Carolina in, in the past. He's pretty yeah. much owned them the last like two years. So I think if you're Atlanta and you're Dan Quinn, if you lose this, it's over. It should be You'd over. You'd be fired. Um, I think the fact that they're at home, I don't think they'll have any. Um, 
Julio is a... But, yeah, yeah if, Julio's in, if Julio plays, even if Julio doesn't play, I think Atlanta could at least win this by three. I think they have to. You can't go 0-5. Like, come on. If the Panthers go 3-2, they're one of the best stories of the NFL. Because yeah. I didn't think they were going to be anything. I thought they'd be maybe the one of the worst teams. But I'm going to go with Atlanta. And okay. this is going to be the last time, I think, right. if, if, I, if they do this to me again. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to win 24-20. 24-20. Yeah, I am. T- I am all. I am taking Teddy Bridgewater and DraftKings. I am using a lot of the Atlanta team in this yeah. one. Uh, I re- I or, sorry. I like the Carolina team. I like Carolina to win this one. Uh, I've got Carolina to win this one, thirty-one twenty-six. I have a big point scoring game in this one, um, back and forth. But you know, Carolina's defense is going to be the real problem, I think, for Atlanta here. And and you, I think you're going to see a, a few picks, if not a lot of pressure on them. Careful. Oh. Um, here we go to the next one. Uh, we'll do this one. Las Vegas at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, I had it at 17. It's 12 and a half. Now. 17? It was. No, no it was 12 and a half. Uh, 12 I was going to say. 12 and a half. Uh, Kansas City 4-0 over Las Vegas. We haven't Vegas. seen 17 since the 2007 Patriots. Yeah, it's been a long time since then. 12 and a half points in this one. Uh, 55 points in the over-under Kansas City. Obviously, after you know playing a pretty tight one last week, uh, against the Patriots. Will they be able to explode? Las Vegas is really struggling against guys against the run, which you think uh, Hilaire Edwards is going to probably have a big game yeah, in this one. Yeah, he, he hasn't been... Like, he's been good, kind of. Which I didn't, he hasn't been... He's getting tackled a lot. He's not breaking a lot of tackles, and he's just dead, especially against the Patriots. Yeah. So this is a good opportunity. Raiders have been horrific against the run. Uh, they're also not great against the pass. They're just not a, a really balanced team. I think they're just going to get outclassed in this mm-hmm. one. Um I like, I like to think division games keep it close. The Raiders have always kind of played them close. So I'm going to say they're going to cover. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to say it's going to be 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to cover as well. I've got it at a 12-point cover. So I've got 35-23 in this one. I think there'll be a lot of points scored in this one. Raiders are going to really have a tough time shutting them down. After, you know, I think that they were thwarted a bit by the Patriots last week. They're going to come back. Mahomes is going to be frustrated. He's going to want to put a lot of points up. You know, you can see him scoring very quickly and easily in this game. Uh, but again, yeah, I've got this one as a 12-point. 35-23 to 23 is a victory. And hitting the over-under in this one, I think that one will happen as well in Kansas City. 55, yeah. 55. The overs, they're huge now. Uh, Denver, New England, we know that that game is being postponed now. Uh, so, you know, depending if no one else tests positive in this one. I don't uh, think, I think they've been negative so far. They've the, been. And the uh, Tennessee has been. This is, 2020 is the year where it's good to be negative. Like, <laughs> it's, you're a very negative person. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Let's move on then to the Rams versus the Washington football team. Uh, the Rams are 3-1. and one. Washington 1-3. and three. The Rams are uh, eight-point favorites in this one. Um, Chase Young obviously still being out, it looks like, in this one. Um, you know, how are the Rams going to be able to put something together here? We've got seven points is the spread. I've got... Well, I think, yeah, that's a, it's a big drop, too, because, again, yeah. what were they last, like, 13 or something against the Giants? And then yeah. they kept it close. So that's a huge drop, considering going up against Kyle Allen. That shouldn't yeah. really give you that much confidence to drop it six points because I think Washington and Giants are pretty similar teams so it just shows that Vegas is pumping the brakes on uh, Sean McVay a bit given yeah. that so maybe I actually think that's a good line I think if it was like 10 yeah. I'd be afraid of it but I think seven is good because I think again you just got the better team the better offense I don't think Kyle Allen's going to be able to keep up yeah you got McLaren uh, McLaurin it looks good but I just think the Rams are going with the better team, the better quarterback, the better coach. 
the better defense, and we'll see what Aaron Donald does to Kyle Allen. Yeah. So he could just toss could, him around. Yeah, so I'm going to go out. with the Rams to definitely win this uh, 24-13. Covering the spread. I've actually got Washington to cover this spread, um, only because, you know, they've got a very fast front defense in this team. And, you know, unlike Haskins, to me, just really hesitated in throwing. You'd see him sort of hesitating, thinking about running and throwing, whereas Fuller's a chucker. He loves to throw the ball down the field. McLaurin, if he's going to find some holes in this in this secondary, I think he could break open for some for some yards in this one. So I have this one 23 to 17, uh, six points. Um, so I think that the the Washington team will cover. Um, you know, is it, I don't think the Rams are really going to push too hard in this one. They're going to win and get away with an easy win. Uh, Miami Dolphins versus the San Francisco 49ers. Um, uh, we'll actually go up to this one. Did I miss one? Yeah, let me go to another one here. Jets. Jacksonville, Houston. Let's go Jacksonville. And this, the good old Jets. We'll come back to them. Jacksonville versus Houston. Houston, six-point favorites in this one. Six-point favorites at 0-4. Jacksonville, 1-3. Uh, 54 points is the over-under. Um, you know, this is another interesting game that uh, Jacksonville, you know, was playing quite tight last week. Um, but is Houston now ready to unleash? I don't... That's the thing, like we said. I don't think so. Like, again, interim coaches don't have great records uh, after firings, I think, overall. They, they, they don't win a lot of the games. And again, Romeo Cornell doesn't seem like the kind of guy who... Like, he's... God, he's, like, in his 60s or something. Yeah. Like, he is basically... doesn't seem like the guy who's going to bring the team back from the dead. So I'm going to go with the Jags to cover this. I think they're going to keep it close. Uh, I'm going to go, and I just want Deshaun Watson to be the old Deshaun Watson. I just don't see it happening. Maybe this game, but I'm gonna, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go 27-24 for Houston. I'm going to say Houston wins, but even though this could be an easy upset one, but I'm going to go could. with Houston. You know, I'm, a, I'm the same with you. Uh, you know, it was a pretty emotional loss, I think, for Jacksonville because they've been playing some tough football. And Minshew was a bit off last week, but he's been able to put up some good yardage. Uh, again, Houston, I don't think it's fully found their rhythm yet. I think it's good. You've got the toxicity out of the of the locker room. Bill O'Brien's there. People can relax a bit. Less fistulated assholes. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he was just such like a negative presence yeah. that there's this weight lifted off them and they start to feel start to have fun again. Well, hopefully they do. I still have Jacksonville to cover in this one. I've got it a four point spread. I've got Houston to win thirty. Jacksonville twenty six. Move on to Arizona and the Jets now. Arizona two and two. Jack and Jets. Oh, and four. Uh, 47 points the over-under. Arizona favored by seven. Seven and a half. Now the line went up. It was seven earlier. Seven I am not betting now. on this game. I'm not betting on Kyler Murray anymore. Uh, yeah. He's disappointed me the last couple weeks. Where I bought into the hype that he was just going to keep dominating. Again, we're going to see Joe Flacco at the helm. Yes. Is this the the second chapter in the Flacco legend? Who knows? Imagine this. He brings him back from the dead. Oh, it's gonna well, be he's only really got Crowder to throw to. So, I mean, yeah. and Crowder was sort of hurt. So, I don't even know what they've got. And Le'Veon Bell is going to be back? I don't know. Again, to me, I don't think Joe Flacco is better than Sam Darnold. I think he's not going to bring anything new, maybe a little bit of experience that some of the younger guys might he might be able to get them. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just think the Jets are awful, and I just can't bet on them. I don't even think... I want to say Arizona's going to cover, because I don't think the Jets can cover anyone, to be honest with you. So I am going to say they're going to cover. I'm going to go Jets 31-17. Jets win 31-17. 31-17. Jets win 31 No, sorry, Arizona wins. Okay. It's not God, no. Okay. <laughs> I was even wondering there. Uh, I've got Arizona win this one 33-18. I think they're going to oh, explode okay. on this one. Uh, you know, the frustration of last week, I think, against the Cardinals really showed. Murray was stuffed. The defense of Carolina showed what you have to do to mitigate them. Hopkins, I think, you know, the Jets just can't cover him. 
And they they won't be able to cover yeah. Hopkins this game. Christian Kirk, I think, is going to have a great game because even if they decide to double-team him, Christian Kirk's going to be open. So lots of points in this one. Uh, the running game will get going as well. Uh, 47. That's not bad, but I don't see the Jets scoring enough points. I don't see the Jets. It's going to be Carolina. But I, I still see this going over. Sam Darnold is probably going to have a few – or sorry, Joe Flacco will probably have a few passes – Plays ready to go. And you know what? I, I picked up Le'Veon Bell in some of my DraftKings leagues only because he's really cheap. And who knows? He can, you know, if he play, is he playing? Is they, he? Apparently, they're saying he is going to play this week. So, you know, that'll be interesting. It's nice to get some investment out of your millions. Like, exactly. The investment you've gotten out of CJ Mosley and Le'Veon Bell is so embarrassing. Yeah. Like, you've basically gotten, what, like half a season out of two players and you've paid $30 million a year. It's what a lot of people... It's what good GMs do. It's what good GMs. Find the guys no one wants and give them the highest Give them lots of money. And they sit at home like they're on furlough. Uh, This big game, the game of Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, who won last week, number one NFC East, 1-2-1, against Pittsburgh, 3-0. Pittsburgh's obviously had the time off from last week. They're seven-point favorites. They're well-rested. 44 is the over and under on this one. You know, you've got Pittsburgh all rested. They're at yeah. home. We get to see if the the COVID bye week gives you an advantage, right? Yes. So this is a this is an interesting game. Does it make you rusty, or is it two weeks to prepare for the Eagles? Uh, which I think two weeks to prepare for the Eagles with that defense is just going to be what the difference is. Mm. Um, I don't think the Pittsburgh has, even though they're three and zero, they haven't been dominating. No. Like, Pittsburgh's won some close games. They haven't really beat any great teams. I think this is a bit more of a challenge, but their defense has been strong. But to me, I think just with the two weeks preparation, the rest, and now the kind of eagerness to get back on that field, like the itch mm-hmm. to get out there, I think is going to really help them. So, And the fact that they're at home, they'll have some fans in probably. I'm going to go. I don't believe in the Eagles, but I think they're probably still going to be first place uh, after this yeah. loss. But let's go with the Steelers, um, 24 to 20. I think they're going to cover, though, the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I don't actually have the Eagles covering this one because, again, I think they've got so much of a, a rest uh, going on here. It is a state rivalry, and apparently Kicker Mason Rudolph... A derby, it's called. It is, it's called and Kicker Mason Rudolph is dating the ten- Canadian tennis player uh, Eugenie Bouchard, so he is going to be filled with something. Um, <laughs> I think this will be a bit of a beatdown, uh, you know... She's dating a kicker? Is that yeah, what yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, but, you know, after last week, I, you know, Philadelphia's... Her friends are probably, oh, he played in a football player. Yeah. Oh, he's a kicker. He's a kicker. He's he a never kicker. gets hit. That's why his face is so pretty. No, I'm not uh, dating no fucking punter. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it'll be a bit of a beatdown. Week off, Steelers will be ready. Uh, I've got this one 30 to 18. Moving to the last game of our 6 p.m. games in England, 1 p.m. In the East Coast, Cincinnati Bengals... Uh, against did we talk that? No, we haven't talked that one. No, no. Okay. Well, well Cincinnati at Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati one, two, and one. Baltimore's three and one. Cincinnati's had a lot of trouble stopping the run in this one. Lamar Jackson was slowed down a little bit yeah, last week. Yeah, he's been injured this week. Uh, but he missed, seems to be coming back from injuries, so it'll be interesting if he's coming back there. Um, you know, is Lamar going to have a chip on his shoulder as a result of this one? Will they be able to get their running game? You know, Gus Edwards, will they be able to throw this ball around and mix it around? I think it's a big line. I think 13 13 is big. Um, Like, I think you have a... Lamar's coming. He's been banged up this week, so I haven't practiced that much. Uh, You have Joe Burrow's done three straight 300-yard games to start Mm -hmm. his career. Like, he's looking great. Get a little bit more confidence now as that first win. Joe Mixon looked great last week. Three touchdowns. He's he's sort of injured, they're saying, Joe Mixon. Uh, Is he back injured again? So if he's out, that's a big loss. Yeah, he's got, I think, a quad Um, problem. Oh, like if if any game I think could be this amazing upset, I want it to be this game. But I'm gonna go with the Ravens, but I think the Bengals are gonna cover. Uh, I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be 27-20. 
And I think Joe Burrow is going to hold his own. He's going to... I, I love Joe Burrow, and I'm glad yeah. he's playing well, and I'm, I'm loving that Cincinnati's competitive again because it's been so dismal for so long. I just worry that they don't have the coaching staff to well, really yeah. get the best out of Joe Burrow. The other thing to worry about, of course, is that Baltimore defense, which is very fast and furious, comes after the quarterback quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, in, I've got one of my fantasy teams that I've got. I've got Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow. And you know, I was really wor- wondering about this because, I, you know, you sort of look and go, geez, he might just have a 10-point game if he gets intercepted, if he's going to get sacked. It's going to be a lot of pressure on him. I still think that Burrow has got a lot of what it takes to come back in this one, not win it, but cover it. I've got Baltimore to win this one 33-20. I think it's still a 13. It's 13.5, but I'm gonna, I would say 12.5. I think they'll cover it, uh, if not a push. Um, moving on to the nine o'clock games, uh, Miami. We'll go Miami versus San Francisco. Miami's one and three. San Fran is two and two. Uh, the line in this game is uh, nine and a half now. Originally, the line was eight and a half. It's nine and a half now with an over under of forty seven. Oh, fifty, 50 o- and a half. These the nine o'clock up. games are some dogs. I'll well, now you. Jimmy G is back. Nick Mullins and uh, just looked bad last week. Uh, Kittle was able to find some holes, but, you know, Miami, again, has been playing this one quite tough. I think uh, Kyle Shanahan was looking for Mullins to take the, the throne from Garoppolo so mm-hmm. he could just play him, because it feels like this Garoppolo-Shanahan thing isn't going to work yeah. in the end, um, so, but like, Shanahan's going to be there long-term, but I don't know about Garoppolo. Uh, this is actually, I think it's going to be the most fun game out of the three, um, because you're going to have... Again, you got Fitzpatrick. You never know what's going to happen with mm-hmm. Fitzpatrick. He looks great. With Devontae Parker, you know, Preston Williams, they definitely look like a better offense. Again, Jordan Howard doesn't do anything for me as a running back. I don't feel they're that much better with him. He just, again, he just looks so slow out there. Yeah. He just looks like that guy uh, you just never want. Like Cedric Benson, the old school. Like yeah, just, the old Bears. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just that guy. He was a Bear, too. Monster so is supposed to be back in this one as well. I am going to. I haven't really picked an upset this week. I feel like there just aren't any. Yeah. It's just been really hard to pick an upset. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to keep this close. I, I don't think Sanford's going to win by 10. Mostert should be back. Yeah. But again, now how does that balance with McKinnon? He's been looking good. So fantasy wise, that's not yeah. fun. Uh, but I'm going to go San Fran to win it uh, 23-20. Uh, I have almost a similar score, 24-20, but I have it for the Miami Dolphins. Ah, see, I was kind of thinking think, of going I the other I think way. they're going to this week. It's in San Fran. It's in why. San Fran, but it doesn't matter. You know, even when you get injured players back, you're putting stuff together. You mentioned the Harbaugh connection. You mentioned Jimmy G coming back. Miami defense has been playing well. Look at how, you know, they frustrated the Bills. They frustrated every team. So this is something that... Miami, you know, San Fran does not have the offensive power, the power that Buffalo does. Uh, I think Miami's going to keep this close. Miami's got nothing to lose in this one. They're one and three. Might as well go for it. I think this is this is my upset. I think it's going to be fun. I enjoy watching it. The one game we'll be watching this game is on Sky Sports. This one, Indianapolis Colts, uh, who beat the Chicago Bears last week, are one-point favorites over Cleveland Browns. Now, Cleveland Browns are really showing themselves as a great defense. They're scoring lots of points. They're three and one. Well, it, Indianapolis is the great defense. If yeah, you well, want to talk about top two defense. Like you want to look at the one thing we're saying is that are, is there a good defense in the league? And apparently there is, and it's Indianapolis because they're first mm-hmm. in like every single statistical category. Um, so that that was really surprising to what I see. But again, they were a good defense last year. They don't really have any like superstars, but they're just solid across the board. The thing is, Phil Rivers to me just doesn't 
do it for me. He just doesn't seem like if you need 35 points, you need 40 points. I just don't think yeah. Phil Rivers is going to do it. I think I'm going to go with this may be my upset game. I'm going to okay. go with Cleveland to win this. All right. Um, I think Baker's going to look fine, but I think we're going to see a lot of um, Hunt, who's going to who look great yeah. now with Chubb out. He's going to be maybe one of the most valuable players in fantasy. Um, and I think Odell, the return of Odell. So uh, yeah. this will be a big game. Does he go keep it going or does he go back to like six catches, 74 yards? So I think Odell's going to score. I think Cleveland's going to keep the ball rolling, go to four and one, especially in that division. So I'm going to go Cleveland 27, Colts 21. I actually have this one as one of the unders this week. I think both defenses are tight and I think it's going to be a tough game. I think it'll probably be a little boring to start off the game. I actually have Indianapolis to win this one by four. Uh, I think they will be able to contain them. The, the offensive line is giving Rivers lots of protection. Uh, Taylor's been having some great runs. They've been using Hines in a really stupid way, running him in. The Bears stuffed Hines so many times and stuffed Just him down vulturing. in the backfield. Um, but I have uh, the Colts to win this one, 24-20. All right, we move into the next game we've got here. Uh, we'll move into the late game. Uh, if you're watching at 1.20 in the morning, if you're going to be up at 1.20 in the morning, maybe... Be up no, we haven't done Giants-Dallas. Oh, we have not done Giants. Oh, it's like I almost skipped yeah, over yeah. a garbage game. Giants versus Dallas. Uh, eight and a half point favorites for the Cowboys over the Giants. Surprising since the Giants have actually kept it close to pretty much everyone they played. Uh, Will, with a 54-point over-under, how does this game go in? Ooh, I'm, um, I'm betting the over on this one. Definitely. Yeah. This is one of my overs. Uh, number one, eight and a half seems insane when you can't stop anyone. Yeah. Uh, so to me, I don't see how they can even give them eight and a half. Which I think Dak's going to do what he does. He's going to throw for 450 yards. Uh, that defense isn't going to be able to stop anyone. Where do you have Demarcus Lawrence? They're paying $21 million a year. At zero sacks this year. He has, like, one hit. Mm-hmm. Like, again, even last year, he had, like, five sacks. Like, this is a guy you give... This is why you got to be worrisome about giving defensive ends, like, $22 million a year. Unless you're an Aaron Donald, unless yeah. you're a Khalil Mack, an actual game wrecker, don't give defensive ends $20 million a year. That's why people have been afraid to give Clowney yeah. $20 million a year, because Clowney never shows up on the stat sheet. And that's what, you, if you're a fan and you're paying someone 20, I want 10 sacks. Yeah. And so Marcus Lawrence, to me, has been a massive disappointment. They're riddled with injuries. I think the offensive line's going to take a hit, which is going to hurt Zeke. It's, and it's going to make Dak throw more. But I think the Giants are going to... Oh, I want to pick the Giants to win this. Yeah. I'm going to go with a Giants upset. Oh, right? wow. I'm going right. to go a little different here. I'm going to go Giants uh, 35... Oh, no way Giants are going 35. But Giants 35, 31. There you go. Well, I'm close to you, Ryan. I got 34-31, but I have Dallas winning this one. Uh, 65 points I've gotten this one. This is going to be a beast of it. Uh, As I said, the Giants keep it close. You know, the Giants are going to have to establish, get the run going. They're going to have to, you know, spread the ball around. Um, Obviously, you know, hopefully Golden Tate's not related to anyone on the Cowboys. (laughs) Um, But this will be a a shoot going. You know, Dallas also has to get Zeke going. They have not really used him effectively. He has not had that much, you know. He just, again, he looks slow. He doesn't look explosive. He looks like his feed me thing is what he did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Uh, literally, I just feed me. Yeah, I don't care if I get paid. Just feed me. taking my money and I'm eating it. Um, But... He just yeah he looks slow and I think I think they're they're gonna come a reckoning with all these bad contracts like Mari Cooper's look great yeah. you know he's being worth the money but even then paying all your offensive players and now you're giving up fifty points a game you're seeing why don't just pay your offensive players yeah Dak Prescott can move the ball without paying everyone to be amazing around him like he's shown that 
So uh, how can you justify giving him forty million? No, exactly. Like, and when you, I do not would not want to be a Dallas fan because I don't know what's going to happen with this team in the next couple of years. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I just don't. I, I'm going with the Giants, baby. Let's well, just it. like a American America's team, you have no idea what's going on. You hope they can turn and themselves around. And the Giants around. are horrific. So that's yeah. just how bad I think of the Dallas. Monday, uh, we'll start the Monday game. This is the one thirty game. If we're talking about uh, the Sky game, Minnesota at Seattle. This game. Uh, seven points is the favorite in this one for the Seattle Seahawks. Fifty-seven points is the over/under in this one. Uh, Minnesota has had, you know, they won. Uh, they've they've starting to pull it together. Jefferson's starting to look good. Dalvin Cook is playing. Seattle's had some defensive woes, but then you still have Russell Wilson who can find anyone down the field and start moving it. Chris Carson back again. Uh, should have some success in the running. Seven points with a fifty-seven point over/under. Ooh, big over/under. I still like the over/under, right? Because I think what. Seattle's shown is when they play a good offense, they're going to give up points. So they're, mm-hmm. therefore, they have to score like 35. Yeah. And I think at least Kirk Cousins, now that Jefferson's playing better, uh, Thielen's looking good, Davin Cook's looking unstoppable. That just seems to me the one thing Seattle can't do is stop anyone. So that looks like they're going to just be able to walk up and down the field. And again, Minnesota's defense is equally as bad. Mm-hmm. They can't stop anyone. So to me, this is an absolute shootout. Um, you know what? I'm going to go a little upset here, too. Right. I'm going to go with Minnesota to win this. Uh, just because I think even when Seattle's come against some of these teams, um, they haven't come against like a really good offense. Like, yeah, New England's all right, but I think this is the one that's really going to push them. And I think Kirk Cousins, even though it's in prime time and he yeah. is terrible in prime time, I'm going to go Cousins. I'm going to say 30, 38 to 34. I don't even know how that's wow. possible. Wow, that's 72, 72 points. points in that I go with a big scoring. I've game. actually got this one as the under. I, I think they're both going to shut it down a bit. I, I think they'll probably start slow. I have Minnesota losing this one. I have Seattle covering this one. Uh, 31 to 20 I have in this one. I think Seattle's just going to be too much for this one. They're going to find ways to shut them down. Minnesota's defense is going to have to s- set up, which they just seem that they haven't been doing that. No. That's Let's right. move on to our other Monday game. It says here it's 10 o'clock, but I think this one's at midnight, I think, actually. I don't believe this one is on at that time. It says at 5 here, in the afternoon? 5 in the afternoon. I don't believe it. I thought it was 7 p.m. is what they maybe, said. Maybe, maybe. Who knows, right? They might want to be able to so people can watch both. Well, well that's... No, because one is 1 in the morning, the other one's... Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah anyway, so uh, Denver Broncos, New England Patriots. There's no line in this one yet because we don't know what's going on with Cam. We don't know with everything. But we do know the game is tentatively on... Um, Again, this is all speculative. You know, if I were to put this line, I would give it as seven points. Yeah, it says 10 p.m. 10 p.m. So anyone in the UK can watch this 10 p.m. Stay up late. You can watch this game. It'll finish around yeah, the How nice would that be? Right off of work, come home, watch a game. And Perfect. In, especially in North America, I'm talking Yeah, at 5 o'clock. Well, like anyone's working these days. But uh, yeah, yeah. Denver <laughs> Let me Broncos. go from my office to the to the living room. Denver's 1-3. New England is 2-2. Two and two. I'm sure you like to hear that as a uh, Bills fan. Uh, um, so, I mean, you know. You have to wonder, you know, Drew Locke is not back. Rippon has been having his own issues as well. Noah Fant is out. Um, is it going to be Hoyer? Are they going to bring in Stidham? Well, is Cam Newton able to play? Is well, the I think I think he is. Yeah, I think he might be. I think I if think he gets one, two negatives in a row, I think he's going to be allowed to play. Um, even regardless, I would go to England. Driscoll yeah. and this team with Noah Fant out. I literally, I have no faith, especially in New England. Um, I think Stidham, if if Cam Newton plays, absolute blowout. Um, I think just Belichick's not going to be mm. afraid of Driscoll. No. Uh, so to me, this is uh, what is the line? They don't have. Uh, they don't line? have a line yet. Uh, my my line, I my, I guess my line was seven. seven. Yeah, that's I, what I, I figured I, it would be. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with at least the Patriots to win this uh, 27-17. 
Yeah, I've got it. Uh, I've got it 28-14. I figure this is a two-score game for the Patriots. You know, they're able to, to mitigate the defense. Uh, you know, Denver's defense is really going to have to step up and, and put some pressure on. But I can see this is an easy victory for the Patriots. We move on. Uh, the Monday night game, which is technically Tuesday morning, 1.15 in the morning, if you want to stay up for that one. It's the Chargers and the Saints. Saints uh, have been up and down, as have been the Chargers. Saints are favored seven and a half points in this one with a 51-point over-under. Mm. Yeah, this is going to be a fun game. I think the, the, the Herbert experience has become really fun for him. Yeah. Because then Tyrod's been now told he's not going to... Not coming Talking about a crappy way to lose your, career, lose your job by getting stabbed with a needle yeah, exactly. in your lung by the training staff. Exactly. Another, uh, so that guy's going to be fired. No Christmas cards from Tyrod. Um, to me, this is a big game for the Saints. I think uh, the Chargers have shown that they can keep it close and they can fight with anyone. They did it with uh, the with Tampa. Yeah. I think, again, Saints just to me haven't shown they can stop anybody. They're giving up 30 to like everyone. Yeah. So um, I think the Saints can win this. I think hopefully Michael Thomas is back. Um, the fact that it's in New Orleans, I'm going to go with Herbert just a little bit. Against Drew Brees, the, the old season vets are always going to beat yeah. the young guns, I think. So I'm going to go with the Saints. They also need this, especially with Tampa losing this week. They can't. They need to get another win because yeah. 2-2, two and two, you can't go to 2-3 and three, uh, in that division. So they can be just literally tied for the lead. Uh, so I'm going to go Saints to win this 30-24. Uh, to 24. So I'm going to pick Chargers to cover. Chargers cover. I, I don't think the Chargers will cover this one, only because it's in New Orleans. Uh, and, you know, the Saints, as you say, they really need this one. They really need a statement. If Lattimore is back as well, that'll be a big thing to be able to stop uh, Keenan Allen in going downfield on them uh, and trying to stop the running game as well. I've got New Orleans to win this one, 34-24, uh, 58 points in the over-under going un- over in this one. And then we move on to the next game, the final game. Finally, i got to wait till frickin' Wednesday morning to watch this. Well, you could stay up with your son. No, no. I'll watch uh, it with him in the morning. There's no line in this one. It's Buffalo I think Bills. it'll be a pick To me, this is a 3-0 versus a 4-0 yeah. in, in Tennessee. To me, this is a 1, 1.5 spread. Um, I think this is an interesting game to see because Tennessee's had so many people off COVID. Uh, does that mean some of the players that have tested this week can't play? Because they did. Uh, we yeah. don't know. So I think they're going to have probably a lot of guys out. Mm-hmm. And I think it's they've been off forever, it feels like. So, yeah, they've had the extra time to prepare. But Buffalo's humming. Buffalo's looking confident, coming in with a little swagger, while the other team's coming in riddled with disease. Yeah. And who knows what they're going to be up to. They've barely been able to practice. They have their first practice Saturday since, like, in like, yeah. two weeks. Unprepared. So to me... That just shows, unless that just shows, like we're talking about practice. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be the ultimate if they win. It's like, what's the point in practice? So I'm going to go that practice matters. Perfect. I'm going to say practice matters. I'm going to say the Bills are just looking too good right now. Uh, so I'm going to go Bills thirty to uh, twenty three. Funny enough, I have it thirty one twenty three. My original line in this one would have been about well, I would have started at three and a half, but then when the injuries come out, I would have pushed it to about six. I would say six and a half now for the Bills. Um, but I've got this one 30 to, 31 to 23. I think the Bills will be able to handle them easily. As you said, Tennessee is coming back. There's a lot of shame on them. You know, you know you're know, you the dirty titans. There's a lot of stuff in the press. I think that gets to people, especially young men. Um, but I Buffalo should win this one. It starts at midnight on Wednesday morning. That's right. So technically Tuesday night, but it's Wednesday morning. Uh, at midnight, I'll definitely be in bed yeah. for that one. Uh, as again... In terms of these are some of the scores and some of the lines that we know, but we don't really know for sure. You're going to want to check your lines 
uh, as well on Sunday before game time to know what's happening. Check your fantasy as well. Make sure you check out our website, nflinlondon.com. Lots of offers in there if you want to join DraftKings. Lots of other gaming uh, tips in there as well for you. Uh, folks, enjoy. Uh, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with viewing in the next little bit. It is Canadian Thanksgiving on Sunday, so happy Thanksgiving yeah. to all the Canadians. And uh, we are trying to put plans together for a Thanksgiving party in London uh, uh, for American Thanksgiving at the end of November. But again, folks, uh, there's this virus going around. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have it contained in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, I mean, fine. look, I've gone on the, uh, the government retraining website, and I can either be a professional footballer, a judge, or a, uh, a, um, a, 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 like a, a soldier. Like one of those uh, Marines, Royal Marines. So if, if a man in his 40s can do that, you can do anything. Folks, enjoy. Stay safe. Happy Week 5. Go Bears.